Do you need help with your journey following Jesus? Has your Bible reading brought up some interesting questions? Um, I, I need a prayer request. Is I've heard um, pastors talk about you can't get to heaven just with good deeds. I was just wondering what you guys think. Is, the, is there a correlation between the seventh trumpet and Revelations as the last trumpet, or is he talking about some other trumpet? Finally, a place to get answers. We're ready to take your prayer request and answer your Bible questions. Call in at 303-690-3000. Let's join Calvary Live right now. Good afternoon. Welcome to Calvary Live. This is Pastor Nick Cady from Whitefields Community Church in Longmont, Colorado, and I'm here with you today taking your calls and texts live on the air. This is the show where you can call in with your questions about the Bible or anything going on in your life that you'd love to get some biblical perspective on. Maybe there's something that you've been reading for years in your Bible or something that you've always wondered about and you wondered, where can I get that question answered? Where can I get that issue settled? Uh, maybe there's something going on in your life and you're just struggling to know what to do and you're wondering if the Bible speaks to that situation. This would be a great place to call in with those kinds of questions and with those uh, questions about the Bible, questions about life. Every weekday here on Calvary Live, we have pastors available for you to call in and get those questions answered. And so we'd love to hear from you. The number to call is 303-690-3000. That's 303-690-3000. You can also text us. The text line is 720-336-0897. That's 720-336-0897 for the text line. And we don't just want you to call in with your Bible questions. We also want you to call in with your prayer requests. So if you have something that is heavy on your heart, maybe something that you're going through or a loved one or someone you know is going through, and you'd really love to lift that up to the Lord in prayer along with all those who are tuning in along with us, listening in their cars, in their offices, in their homes, then give us a call, and we'll pray for that on the air, and everybody who's listening can agree and say amen to that prayer request. We can all be praying for it together. That's a powerful thing. So give us a call, 303-690-3000. That's 303-690-3000, or text us at 720-336-0897. Again, the text line, 720-336-0897. I want to welcome those of you who are listening in Colorado and into southern Wyoming here on Grace FM. You're hearing the show live today. Today is May 21st. It is a Friday, and uh, glad to be here with you. I'm your host every Friday here on Calvary Live, and I also fill in a little bit on other days of the week. For example, I was here with you on Monday this past week, and I'll be with you a couple times next week, and so I'm looking forward to that Always enjoy praying for your prayer requests and answering your Bible questions. We also want to greet those of you who are listening on the East Coast on Hope FM in Pennsylvania, New Jersey, and Maryland. Welcome to you. We also want to welcome those who are listening on Truth FM in Tennessee and into parts of North Carolina and Kentucky. Welcome to you as well. We'd love to hear from you guys on Truth FM and Hope FM. And so I just want to remind you, however, that you are hearing the show on a one-week delay. So those listening on Grace FM are hearing it live. Those listening online are hearing it live. And those listening on Hope FM and Truth FM, you guys are hearing it on a one-week delay. But don't let that um, cause you to not call in, because we want you to be part of the show. And you actually could consider it a unique opportunity that you have in the sense that you know when your uh, show is going to air one week after you called in. Use that opportunity to tell somebody you know about you being on the station. Tell them, hey, I'm going to be on this station at this time. 
with this question I called in, you should tune in and hear me on the radio. And by doing that, you can be doing it in a clever, in a wise way of getting other people to, um, to call in, or sorry, to tune in to that Christian radio station. And as they, maybe it becomes a preset on their radio, maybe it becomes something that they listen to in their car or at their office. And by doing that, you're introducing them to Christian radio. And who knows what God might do through that as they hear the living word of God in their ears, and it'll reach down from their minds into their hearts. It could be a beautiful and impactful thing in their life. So we'd love to hear from all of you. We also want to greet those of you who are listening online right now. We know that we have many listeners who tune in from all over the United States and many international listeners as well. So welcome to the show. And if any of you would love to call in, we love hearing from our listeners who are outside of our broadcast range. So do give us a call. 303-690-3000 or text us 720-336-0897. And if you don't yet have the the Grace FM app, we really encourage you to do that because it's a free app. You can get it on your phone. You can get it on your tablet. And as you do that, you can tune into the show anytime, uh, anywhere in the world. Well, you can tune into this show or anytime you can tune into Grace FM, you can hear the other Bible teaching programs and music programs that go on on here. Really uplifting stuff that'll help you grow in your faith. So definitely go get that. Just type in Grace FM as one word into the search bar of your app store or the Google Play store, and you'll be able to get that totally free. Put it on your device, and you'll be able to listen to this show and all the other great programs anywhere in the world over the internet. So make sure you go and do that. Once again, the number to call, 303-690-3000. Looks like our lines are filling up, and we're going to get to our callers here in just one second. But first, let me give you a few words about myself. My name is Nick Cady. I'm the pastor of Whitefields Community Church, which is located in Longmont, Colorado. And uh, we are a Calvary Chapel-affiliated church here in this great city. We are just, um, we're about 35 miles from Denver, 10 miles from Boulder, and about 35 miles from Fort Collins, if you're not uh, familiar with where Longmont is. And if you are within driving distance of Longmont, we would love to have you come and join us for service on Sunday mornings. We have in-person services and online services. So we have three in-person services every Sunday. Those are at 8 a.m., 9.30, and 11 a.m. And we have two online services at 9.30 and 11. So we'd love for you to join us for those. If you need directions, if you need to know where we're located physically, then you can go to our website, and you can also find us there. If you want to watch live, you can also watch us live on our website. And that is whitefieldschurch.com. That's whitefieldschurch.com. You can go there and check it out. And I want to let you all know about an event that's happening today. It's already kind of sold out, but if there's anybody listening and you're like, man, that is exactly what I need, then we want you to come and just don't worry about the fact that it's sold out. Just come and be part of it. We're hosting a men's conference for the Northern Front Range, which for us means north of Denver and up to Cheyenne and Laramie, Wyoming. And if you are in this area and you'd like to come to this men's conference, it's going to be a Friday night, that's tonight, and Saturday morning event. Uh, We've got some great pastors from the local area. It's going to be a time of prayer, a time of fellowship, a time of worship, and time of study. It's going to be really encouraging and uplifting. And uh, you know, we'll make room for you if you'd like to come. Our address here at the church, you can find it on our website, whitefieldschurch.com. But let me just give it to you in case you're an address writing down type of person. It's 2950 Colorful Avenue, 
2950 Colorful Avenue in Longmont, Colorado. Zip code is 80504. We're directly directly be in between downtown Longmont and I-25. So right on Highway 119 on the north side of the highway, just opposite Sandstone Ranch Community Park, which is where the ball fields are and the skate park here in Longmont. We're just right across the street. So right on Highway 119, if you're ever driving on Highway 119, just look to the north um, near the Walmart. We're right on the north side of the highway. You can't miss us. We have a giant sign. We got the biggest possible sign we could get so people from the highway could see us. So we'd love to have you join us for that men's conference. That's tonight and tomorrow morning. And uh, we're allowing some walk-ins, um, and we we would uh, be happy to have um, more people join us. Although I said we, we are sold out, but I don't want anybody to miss out on what God's doing here. So if you'd like to be part of that, then just show up. 2950 Colorful Avenue in Longmont, Colorado tonight, starting at 6.30 p.m. and tomorrow morning starting at 8.30 a.m. You can also hear me every weekday here on, on uh, Grace FM. We have a show that airs twice a day, 9.30 a.m. and 2.30 p.m., also Sundays at 1 o'clock p.m., and that is called um, Be Set Free. Be Set Free is the radio ministry of Whitefields Community Church. And again, more information on all that stuff on our website, whitefieldschurch.com. Let's go to our first caller, Will in Denver, Colorado. Hi, Will. Welcome to the program. Hey, how's it going, Pastor Nick? Going great. What's up? So I was uh, I started a Bible study probably a month or two ago, and I'm trying to like work out how I'm supposed to do it or what I'm supposed to do. I guess. Yeah. We just go through the scriptures and kind of like try to get feedback from them what they think, and then ask the Spirit for understanding, and we pray. Uh, I'm just curious. Would it be better if I did a formal like paper type thing where I did a lot of research? You know, I mean, what's the balance, I guess? Would the paper be good? Would that be, like, something that other people would notice and want to come to the Bible study because of? I mean, I'm just trying to, I guess, work it out. Sure. No, that's awesome that you're doing that. Is this, like, a home Bible study that you're doing? Yeah. That's cool. Hey, so I uh, I think it's great, and, you know, there's there's no, like, prescribed way in the Bible of how to do these, which means we have a lot of freedom, but I'll tell you a few things that I think are important in this regard. Uh, one of them is this, that one of the kind of things that I've seen not be great sometimes in Bible studies like that is essentially if if you ask, if you, like, read the Bible and then say, hey, what does this speak to you, or what do you think this means— Sometimes that can lead in weird directions, um, and here's why. Because I don't think that the Bible can just mean whatever we think it means or whatever it, we feel that it means. I, I'd say that the Bible means something, right? And so instead of asking, what does this mean to you, um, the right question to ask is, what does this mean? Because it has a meaning, and, it, yeah. and then there can be differing applications of that meaning, right, for different people's lives, like if somebody's married, if somebody has kids, etc. Um, so we can apply that truth, that principle, in very different ways, depending on who we are and what's going on in our lives. But the Bible means what it means, right? So it yeah. doesn't have, like, uh, an infinite number of things that it can be interpreted to mean. Maybe so, I misspoke, because okay. the thing is, like, I ran into an issue. Well, I wouldn't say it was an issue, but it was like, it was a really good thing. So this guy was like, he was reading Matthew 13, and I had encouraged him just to read the Bible during the week and pray and ask the Spirit for understanding. 
for Jesus to reveal to him what the words meant. So he comes to the Bible study, and he looks at me, and he says, how come you seem to have a grip on this, blah, 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 you know? And then he was like, but how come I don't understand, like, this part right here, or this part of this, or this, or this? And then it was like, I got to see the fruit of the Spirit in that moment. Like, it was amazing, because it's mm-hmm. like, the because he's, he's what I would consider, I guess, a wise guy. Like, he knows things. He's a guy I would trust for information. So he's wise. And it's like, he was jealous of me because I'm not like the wisest guy out there. But like, he was like, Jesus even said that I'm pretty sure in the scriptures is like, you will put uh, the, uh, you'll make foolish the wise. I think yeah. that's first Corinthians one and two talks about that. Yeah, you're, you're right. That's what it says. That's just, yeah. I mean, I just, I feel like it's blessed and I feel like Jesus dwells with us. And I, I'm rooted and grounded in the Word. I read the book every or the Bible every day. Like I mean, I, I seek Him a hundred percent. So it's like I just want Him to work within these two or three guys that we have, you know, yeah. and then maybe increase or whatever. Yeah, I think that that what you're doing right now can work on a certain level, but as it grows, it will be important to have you know, somebody prepare something a little bit more. Um, and so, you know, it just reminds me of some of the things we're starting a series here at our church on the gifts of the Holy Spirit. So it's fresh on my mind, but you know, there's stuff like Ephesians chapter four, it says that he gave some to be shepherds. He gave some to be evangelists. He gave some to be teachers to equip the saints for the work of ministry and the building of the body of Christ. If you read Romans 12, if you read first Corinthians 12, they mention teaching as a gift of the spirit, which is given to some and not to all. And so it's really important that those who are gifted in that way, that it's, it's good to function in that gifting to teach others. But, um, and I, I think that will help it grow. I think it'll also help, um, help you guys cover more ground. But I would, in, I would just tell you this, that it's good to include others, you know, in that, especially when it's small like that, ask questions, involve others. I think that's a good thing. I do that a lot, and I, I, I don't want to speak outwardly like I you know know that I have this, but I feel like I've got evangelism from the Spirit. Mm-hmm. Like, I just, I can't, like, I've got a fire inside me. I tell everybody at work, I tell people that are on my contacts list that I know don't know Jesus, like, people that are in rampant sin, like, people that are homeless, no matter what. It's like, I want to tell everybody, like... It just, I, I've known the information forever, but it finally clicked. And it's like, now I'm just like, I feel like I'm making up lost time. Like, <laughs> I don't know if that makes sense. Yeah, I think there should be an urgency to the gospel. So, um, well, Will, let's just pray for you that the Holy Spirit gives you wisdom with what to do and, and how to do that. But I'm glad to hear about your Bible study, and I hope that it continues to increase and people are led by the Spirit into all truth. So let's I am curious, is evangelism a teaching gift? You know, I think the two can be related. For example, Paul tells Timothy, who's a pastor, he tells him, do the work of, ev- of an evangelist. And I, I know that when I teach, I want to make sure that I'm doing evangelistic work. And I'll give you one last verse that's really important. It's Matthew 28, verse 18. Jesus says to his disciples, all power in heaven on earth has been given to me. Go, therefore, and make disciples. And in other places, 
and it says, teaching them to observe all that I've commanded you. And in other verses where we read about the Great Commission, those guys are told to go and preach the gospel, right? Or they're told to be bear witness to Jesus. And so the work of evangelism is the work of proclaiming what Jesus has done on the one hand, but it's also the work of going beyond that and teaching people to observe all that he commanded us. Do you so have like a good sinner's prayer baseline, I guess? Because I've tried to lead a couple of people, but I've stumbled real hard. I mean, you know, you know it ends up being really long. <laughs> I, I, I wouldn't say I have any kind of um, written thing that I do. I just think you want to hit on some salient points, you know, that you want to help lead people in. Uh, one of those is that recognition of our sin. Right? That's an important part. That Jesus said that's the first step, right? You have to recognize that you're a sinner. You have to repent of your sin. So recognition of sin, repentance from sin, and then dedication of your life to following Jesus. It's an embracing of what he accomplished. So I would I would make that like a third point. Well, maybe see how many points do you have. Number one, recognition of sin. Number two, repentance of sin. Number three, I would call it an embracing of the gospel by faith. You know, that Jesus died and resurrected, and because of what he did, we can be saved. And then the fourth point I would hit on is a committing of our lives to follow Jesus as Lord. Amen. So if you hit those four points, I think you got it covered. It doesn't have to be long. All right, yeah, I could definitely use prayer. Thank you. All right, Heavenly Father, we pray for Will, and thank you for this Bible study that he's got going, we pray, Lord, that you would, by your Spirit, lead them into all truth. Yes. Your Spirit is the Spirit of truth, Lord, and we pray that as you distribute gifts as you will, Lord, we pray that you would give uh, and stir up also within will the gifts that you want him to operate in, whether those are teaching gifts or evangelistic gifts or both. And we pray that this Bible study group would grow under your tutelage, Lord, and that people would grow up into healthy mature disciples of Jesus. And we pray that in your name. Amen. Amen. Thank you. You bet, Will. God bless you. Thanks for calling in. God bless you, too. Thank you. All right. Bye-bye. You're listening to Calvary Live. This is Pastor Nick Cady from Whitefields Community Church in Longmont, Colorado. We have one open line, the number to call, 303-690-3000. Let's go to Quest in Colorado Springs. Hi, Quest. Welcome to the program. Hey, Pastor Nick Cady. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. Um, I had a prayer request. I live in Carter Springs, and I work for a roofing company. And I just got offered a promotion to start our Vail branch to be the superintendent. And um, they're going to move me up there. And um, I'm familiar with a few of the Vail gentlemen. Uh, what is it? Uh, Nate Morris from the Calvary up there. And I met another gentleman at the men's retreat a few years back. And so I touched base with them so I could already get plugged into their church. I just more or less wanted to lift up the prayer that I'm successful and um, taking on this new position. I'm super excited. I've always wanted to live in the mountains, and with it being Vail, it's such a beautiful place, and I just feel beyond blessed. Uh, one of the verses that came to me this morning, as in my devotions, was um, Ephesians 3.20, Now to him who is able to do exceedingly above, abundantly above all that we ask or think, according to the power that works in us, to him be the glory in the church by Christ Jesus to all generations forever and ever. Amen. And uh, I just kind of feel that way. I just be, feel beyond blessed that it's presented itself to me and that it's going like that. I just 
more or less want it all to go really smooth. Not really smooth because I know life is never like that, but just to be able to have God's guidance and grace with me as I go and, and provision. Mm. Man, that sounds wonderful. I'm jealous, not in a, like a sinful way, but like in a God. Yeah, no, I feel you. It's, <laughs> it's a dream come true. It really is, and I know. <laughs> well, and those are some great guys up there. Nate Morris and Paul Hammontree, just uh, great things happening at that church, and uh, really, you're going to be blessed up there. L let's pray for you. Thank you. Heavenly Father, we pray for Quest, and just thank you, Lord, that you're blessing him in this way, that he gets to move up to the Vale area, and we pray that he would be blessed. Lord, we pray that you'd help him to make good friends up there. We pray you'd help him to get involved in the church and contribute to the work of your kingdom through the church and in his neighborhood where he's going to live. Um, we pray that you'd help him in his work, Lord, that as he becomes superintendent up there, Lord, that he would have the knowledge and skills to be able to do his job well and be able to honor you and be able to live on mission even as he accomplishes his work. So we pray for him that you would bless him, bless this move, and bless him settling in. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you very much, Pastor, and I hope you have a blessed afternoon. Awesome. God bless you, Quest. Bye-bye. Hey, listening to Calvary Live, this is Pastor Nick Cady from Whitefields Community Church in Longmont, Colorado, taking your calls and texts live on the air. Give us a call with your Bible questions and with your prayer requests. The number to call is 303-690-3000. That's 303-690-3000. With that, we have two open lines, so now's a great time to call in. We'll get you on pretty quickly. And you can also text us at 720-336-0897. That's 720-336-0897. Let's go to Angela in Denver, Colorado. Hi, Angela. Welcome to the program. Hi, Pastor. How are you? Doing great. Okay. I'm calling with a request prayer for my brother and my son Moses and a friend of mine. This is a single mother and she's been unemployed and no help whatsoever from the government. They're all in Brazil. Okay. Well, let's pray for them. Yes. Uh, Heavenly Father, we pray for Angela's son. Lord, we pray for her brother. Lord, we pray for their friend who is a single mom. We pray for them, Lord, as they are there in Brazil. We thank you that you are with them, Lord, that there is nowhere where your spirit is not present. And yeah. so, Lord, as you are with them, we pray that you would strengthen them. Lord, we pray that you would provide for them. We pray that you would be with them and comfort them and help them. Lord, you, you promised to send us your spirit who would be the helper, the one who comes alongside us and helps us as if you yourself were with us alongside us. And so, Lord, we pray for her son, her brother, and her friend, Lord, that you would be with them, provide for them, guide them, and we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Would you also pray for the salvation of my whole family, please? Yes, let's do that. Heavenly Father, we do pray for the salvation of Angela's family. Lord, we know that this is something very close to your heart. Mm -hmm. And Lord, we want to pray in accordance with your will. And Lord, we know it's your will that it, your desire that none should perish, but that all I should come you. to a saving, saving knowledge of Jesus Christ. And so we pray for the salvation of Angela's family, Lord, that they would come to know you, that their eyes would be opened and scales would fall from their eyes. And we pray that in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Pastor. God bless you God and bless everyone you. that is listening. Um, Thank amen. you. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye. Hey, hey, you're listening to Calvary Live. This is Pastor Nick Cady from Whitefields Community Church in Longmont, Colorado. 
taking your calls and texts live on the air. And with that call ending, we went from having packed lines completely full, no one able to call in, to having completely open lines. And that means that we can get you on pretty quickly. So if you have a question about the Bible, if you have something going on in your life, maybe something you've wondered about or something that you need prayer for, we would love to pray for you. If you need godly counsel, like biblical advice, we'd love to uh, talk to you and hear your situation and speak into what the Bible has to say about it. So give us a call, 303-690-3000. That's 303-690-3000. Or you can text us at 720-336-0897. Once again, that text line is 720-336-0897. Well, as we're waiting for those calls to come in, just wanted to tell you this Sunday, we're starting a new series at our church, and I want to invite you all out for that. Uh, this Sunday is Pentecost Sunday, and for the season of Pentecost, we are starting a new series. It's going to be a five-week series on the person and work of the Holy Spirit. So this Sunday for the first Sunday of Pentecost, our, our message is called The Promised Helper. We're going to be looking at how the Bible teaches who the, who the Holy Spirit is as the paraclete or the parakletos in Greek, which means the one who comes alongside, the helper, the promised helper. So that's the message this Sunday. Next week, we're going to be going a little deeper, and we're going to be talking about specifically the work of the Holy Spirit in the life of a believer. After that, we're going to talk about what it means to walk in the Spirit. And then we're going to talk about the gifts of the Spirit and the fruit of the Spirit. So we'd love for you to be there with us for that as we celebrate Pentecost, the birthday of the church, when the Holy Spirit descended and the church was born and we were empowered to carry out God's mission in the world. And that continues on into this day. So who is the Holy Spirit? We're going to spend some time talking about that. We're going to spend some time getting to know different ways that we can relate to the Holy Spirit, and it's going to be really, I think, very practical and very impactful for many people's lives. And so if you would like to be part of that, we'd love to have you at our church this coming Sunday. The uh, address is 2950 Colorful Avenue in Longmont, Colorado. You can also find directions and our address on our website, which is whitefieldschurch.com. And there on our website, you can also listen to our messages and watch them live. And so our services on Sunday mornings, 8 a.m., 9.30, and 11. We have full children's ministry at the 9.30 and 11 a.m. services. You need to sign up ahead of time for that. You can do that also on our website, whitefieldschurch.com. And if you would like, if you can't join in person, but you'd like to watch online, you can do that also on our website, whitefieldschurch.com. But yeah, I'm looking forward to that series. And as you can tell, maybe today I've just had been on my mind so much as I've been studying about the Holy Spirit. And you know, the Holy Spirit is that person of the Trinity with whom we as believers today have the most interaction and the closest interaction. So um, that would be great. Can't wait to get into that study. Uh, we have one caller on the line. We're going to have her hold until right after the break because we're coming up right on our mid-show break right now. I see a few text messages coming in, but we're going to get to those on the other side of the break, um, as we get up to the break, let me tell you about something that came out today. I started a podcast a few weeks back called Theology for the People, and it's picked up by Calvary Global Network's a Good Lion Podcast Network. So if you like podcasts, definitely check out the Good Lion Podcast Network. You can find that at goodlion.io or also in your podcast app. Just type in Good Lion. 
The other thing is that through Good Lion Podcast Network, so I have a podcast on there called Theology for the People, and we had an episode that just came out today, and the episode is called, If It's All Gonna Burn, Then What Is Even the Point? And the subtitle is, How the Resurrection Gives Purpose and Meaning to Our Work and Art Today. So if that is of interest to you, go on your podcast app, type in Theology for the People, or you can go to my website, nickkady.org, to find the links for that. And um, you can tune into that podcast. I know a lot of the a lot of stuff for my podcast is inspired by this show and the calls that you have. So I want to thank you for that. So we're going to get to Pat in Greeley and Ian in Denver right after our break, as well as to our text messages. We've got one open line. Give us a call. We'll get you on right after the break, 303-690-3000. And we'll be right back in two minutes' time. Welcome back to Calvary Live. Give us a call at 303-690-3000 or text us at 720-336-0897. Let's join Calvary Live right now. Good afternoon and welcome back to Calvary Live. This is Pastor Nick Cady from Whitefields Community Church in Longmont, Colorado, and I'm here today with you taking your calls and texts live on the air. We have one open line. The number to call is 303-690-3000. And you can also text us at 720-336-0897. Let's go to Pat in Greeley, Colorado. Hi, Pat. Welcome to the program. Hey, Pastor Katie. How are you doing? Doing great. Pastor, first, before I ask my question, I want to tell you I enjoy all your segments on Grace FM. Uh wow. It's really a pleasure to listen to you. I learn a lot from you, so I want to thank you for that. Oh, you're very kind. Thank you. Pastor, uh, I'd be interested in your thoughts on this. 1 Corinthians 13, 9, and 10. I'll read it to you. Mm-hmm. Uh, for we know in part, and we prophesy in part, but when completion comes, what is in part disappears. So I'd be interested in your perspective on the fact of when is completion? Is completion when we die? Is completion the rapture? Is completion the second coming after the millennial reign or the final judgment? What would you consider completion? Yeah, great question. I I saw the notes there and I thought you were going to go a different direction with your question. So maybe we'll even answer that different direction. Yeah, I'd be interested to hear that, too. Yeah, so I'll just tell you real quick. I think that the completion comes, it's speaking of when we see the Lord face to face, when we're there in the presence of God. When we're there in the presence of God, there won't be any more need for prophetic words because we'll have God with us. You know, we will be in Mm. His presence physically. Um, We won't need to have speaking in tongues as a way to communicate you know, beyond our natural capacity, because we will be in our resurrected bodies. And so it speaks of So it's an individual heaven. experience. When you die, you're going to be seeing Christ face to face. That's or, what it says in Second okay, so, Corinthians. It says that to be absent from the body is to uh, be present yeah. with the Lord. Correct. So it's an individual experience. When a person passes... If I'm understanding you correctly, that's the point of their completion, because now they're in the presence of the Lord. 
I would say it's a little bit more complicated than that. And I, I don't want to complicate the situation too much, but let's just put it this way. The Bible says that uh, if you die today as a believer, then you would go into what we might call the express presence of God, meaning you're going to be in heaven with God. But Correct. Um, what will happen is that even yet after that, there is going to come a time when there will be a resurrection of the living and the dead, right? So the living and the dead will Correct. be— uh, brought before the Lord in the resurrection at the second coming of Jesus, and we will mm -hmm. stand before him as a judge. Now, some people will stand before him as a judge in the sense of uh, a criminal court. Other people will stand before him as a judge in the sense of a judge at the Olympic Games, right? So they will be there for reward. Correct. Others will be there for judgment. And at that time, I would say, after that, it seems that there will be there will descend from heaven a new heavens and a new earth, the new Jerusalem, which is a, a tangible physical place, and then we will have our resurrected bodies. So, I I guess we could. I'm not sure if the perfection that it speaks of is being in the presence of God. Um, prior to that, you know, resurrection that's spoken mm -hmm. of at the end of all things, or if it's the resurrection experience, my guess would be that it's when we're in the presence of God. So if you were to die today, I, I assume that that's what it refers to when it's talking about that, because here's why he says later on in the same chapter for now, we, we know in part, but then we shall know fully, even as we have been known. So to me, that, that's yeah, it's of beautiful being with God in his presence. Which way did you think I was going to go? Okay, here's how I thought you were going to go. There's a belief which is called cessationism. Have you ever heard of that? No, I have not. Okay, so cessationism comes from the word ceasing, and the opposite of cessationism is what we call continuationism. And here's, okay. here's what those two views are, and they're views regarding the gifts of the Holy Spirit, because 1 Corinthians chapters 12, 13, and 14 all deal with the gifts. Now, there are some Christians out there who would say, who are what we call cessationists, which means that they don't believe that certain gifts of the Spirit, which they call the sign gifts, are for today. They believe that they were for the apostolic period, but they're not for today. So those gifts are healing, prophecy, and speaking in tongues. And so a cessationist okay. believes that those things existed back in Bible times, but with the age of the apostles, they have stopped and they actually use those two verses that you mentioned uh first corinthians 13 9 and 10 and their argument is that the perfect is actually the bible and they say that the reason we needed prophecy and healing and speaking in tongues was because we didn't yet have the bible but when we get the bible which is what they believe that the word the perfect uh refers to that we will no longer need the sign gifts. And so they say with the end of the age of the apostles, we had the scriptures completed and therefore the sign gifts ceased. Hence they're called cessation. Well, that's interesting. Yeah. And so the opposite like of that, that's interesting. Be, yeah. The opposite of that would be a continuationist, which is what I am. It's what Calvary chapels are. And, um, and interestingly, it's even what the Roman Catholic church is. I mean, it, it's, um, it's what historically Christians have been, and, and continuationist means exactly what it sounds like, that we believe that all the gifts, including the sign gifts, continue even to our present day.
wow, I'd really have to, I'd have to mull over that. That's a, well, I'll tell you wow. why there's not too much mulling that needs to be done. And I'll tell you why it's because the perfect, which you asked about clearly in the, in the context of what's being talked about, it's speaking about that moment when we will be in the presence of God. It is okay. definitely not speaking about the Bible. I mean, that, that is what we would call an anachronism, right? The idea that the, the canon of Scripture is what's in view there. And what's interesting is some very famous cessationists out there, like one really famous cessationist is John MacArthur. John MacArthur oh, himself, God. yeah, he himself admits that verses 9 and 10 of 1 Corinthians 13 are not... Um, speaking about the Bible as the perfect. And uh, he says, therefore, I found it really interesting. I actually wrote a paper on this in my seminary classes. And what he says is that there's really no scriptural evidence for why the sign gifts will cease. He just thinks they have because he doesn't see any evidence for them, which I appreciate the fact that he's being honest. But on the other hand, I would just say, hey, listen, that's not how belief in the Bible works. It doesn't work as saying, I see this. I mean, that's how faith works, is that we say, the Bible says this is true, therefore I believe it's true. Correct. Pastor, uh, last question, then I'll let you go, because I know you got all the calls. Is that paper available on your website? It's not, but I'll tell you what. If you or anybody else uh, who's listening wants to text me, I would be more than happy to send you that paper. So text me with your email address, and I'll give you the number to text. It's just the show's email, but it hold, goes to me. Okay, hold on one second. Let me just get a pen. I'll hold on for you. Uh, go ahead, Pastor. Okay, and this is for anybody listening. If you text your email address to this number, I will send you that paper on uh, John MacArthur, cessationism, etc. And so the number is 720-336-0897, 720-336-0897. And what should the subject be? McCarthy's Yeah, just, just put, your, put your email address in there, and I will know that it's you, that you want the paper on John MacArthur and cessationism versus continuationism. Thanks so much, Pastor. Uh, I'm going to let you go. You have a blessed day. Awesome. God bless you. Take care. All right. Bye-bye. Hey, you're listening to Calvary Live. This is Pastor Nick Katie from Whitefields Community Church in Longmont, Colorado, taking your calls and texts live on the air. The number to call, 303-690-3000. Or you can text us at 720-336-0800. Nine seven. Let's go to our next caller, Ivan in Denver, Colorado. Hi, Ivan. Welcome to the program. Yes, Pastor Nick. Um, I was raised Catholic and attended Catholic Church since I was an infant, and uh, listened to all the Bible stories and just fascinated by them. Uh, but I really never read the Bible until I was uh, actually just uh, probably three or four years ago, and I just kind of fumbled through it, just kind of uh, just you know hit and miss here and there. And uh, just just recently, maybe two two years ago, just kind of got into the flow of it and how to read it. And now I'm just just one to some advice on how to teach my son how to read it. There's all these apps out there uh, how to read the Bible in one year. Uh, just just I've come across maybe five six different ones, uh, and I'm just 
you know, just trying to get him into it, that's just really not working. And, you know, I know that the important ones uh, that I really want to stress are the Gospels, of course, but I really wanted to know the, the history of the Old Testament also. Uh, and I was just looking for some some suggestion on on maybe on how to get him uh, involved in, in, you know, some advice on how to uh, get him started on reading the Bible. Yeah, how old's your son? Twenty-two. When he when when he was younger, see, him, uh, his mother and I kind of dropped the ball. We were both nurses, and we were looking uh, to you know have a a big house and nice cars, and so we kind of just worked all the time, and we never took the kids to church and stuff. So we kind of kind of let them down that way. Mm. Well, you know, it's not too late, which is good news. So here's here's a few advices I would give you. Um, do you does your son live with you still, or how often do you see him? Yeah, he's going to college now. Uh, see, I'm no longer Catholic. I uh, I go to your church, just well, the one here in Denver now, Aurora now. But uh, so I uh, uh, he he's he's going. He's a full time uh, college student. He graduates this year, uh, so it's just me and him now. And so uh, it's just the two of us. Well, okay, I'll give you a few words of advice for you. Um, my first one would be read the Bible together, whether you read it out loud or whether you just sit down together to read the Bible and then, you know, just discuss it. Like, Hey, what'd you read? What's going on with in that text? And, you know, as you read it, you can't help but interact with the text by having some questions or being surprised by certain things. And as that comes up, that's a, those are great points of discussion. And if you don't know the answer to something, I would recommend just start keeping a journal or a notebook where you write down your questions. And then when you have an opportunity, maybe you talk to a pastor, you're at a Bible study, or you're with other believers, you can say, hey, here's this thing I've been wondering about. Can somebody help me with this? And that'll be really helpful. And encourage him to do the same. Uh, if you are looking for advice like on which books of the Bible would be good to read first, I can give you some tips on that real quick. Um, but the other thing I'll tell you is that I think it's great that you're going to a Bible teaching church. And I'll tell you why. Because going to a church that teaches through the Bible, it also teaches you how to read the Bible. And I'll tell you why. Because like, if you come to our church, right, um, let's say this Sunday we're teaching through the book of Acts chapter 2. So we're going to go through that passage and we're going to take it verse by verse. And as we go through it, you're going to notice that the pastor will stop at certain points and make a comment or he'll ask a question or he'll make an application. And as you do that, it teaches you how to read the Bible for yourself. I think this is why going to a church that teaches through the Bible is so important because it doesn't just give you information. It also teaches you how to read the Bible. Um, yeah. So it, would you like some advice on like maybe books of the Bible to start with? Definitely. Definitely. Yeah, so I, I would start like this. I'd read the Gospel of John. Then I would read the Gospel of Matthew. And the reason I like the Gospel of Matthew, it's one of my favorite Gospels. Uh, John's focus is on telling us about who Jesus is as the Savior and as God come to save us. But Matthew's focus is on telling us about how Jesus is the fulfillment of the Old Testament prophecies about the Messiah. And so there's, there's more references to the Old Testament in Matthew's gospel than in any other of the gospels. And so that's a, that's a nice jumping off point because Matthew says a lot, you know, as it was written in this book. 
So it kind of introduces you to a lot of Old Testament concepts. Then the next book I would read, I'd read the book of Acts because it's kind of really important to see how Christianity spread after Jesus uh, left and how the Holy Spirit worked through the early believers. That's also important for us because the Holy Spirit wants to work in and through us. Uh, then I would read the book of Romans. And then after Romans, I would go over and read the book of Hebrews. And the book of Hebrews is also super important because it links you to the Old Testament. Then after Hebrews, I would actually go to the Old Testament. And I would read the book of Genesis, then the book of Exodus. And as you read those, you're going you're gonna to come in contact with a lot of the concepts that you met in Hebrews. So I think that should give you enough to get started with right there. And then maybe after that, I might read First uh, and Second Samuel. So that would be okay. my, my kind of reading list. And I think that'll keep you guys busy for a while. Yeah, that's with uh, King David, King Saul and David. And one last thing I'll, I'll recommend for you. This is a book, and I find it, I've always told people, hey, if you're a newer believer and you just want one easy reference that can help you as you read the Bible, get this book. It's called Haley's Bible Commentary, or B Bible Handbook. Haley's, but it's spelled weird. It's spelled H-A-L-L-E-Y. So it's Haley's, but I think it's pronounced Haley's. Yeah, I've got the I've got the, I download the apps, the uh, Calvary Church apps, and I use those uh, with uh, Pastor Ed Taylor. Mm -hmm. He explains the uh, he goes to the readings and he explains the readings, uh, and the one with uh, Pastor Raul Reese, uh, he goes through the Bible and he does a, a, an amazing job. Uh, he answers any questions you, you would have also yeah. with. Uh, so helpful. So, and by listening to Christian radio, you are doing so much to help yourself. And like I said, good, what we call expository Bible teaching is the kind of teaching that we call this, that we do in Calvary. Um, good Bible expository teaching. It helps you to also learn how to read the Bible for yourself. Right. Okay. Yeah. I, it was just so frustrating, you know, all the jumping around that I had to do just to try to make sense. And I just needed to kind of streamline it to make some sense for, for him. Awesome. Well, hey, right. well, well, God bless you, Ivan. And it's so, so cool that you and your son are getting into reading the Bible together. I pray that you grow in the knowledge of the Lord. Well, thank you so much. Well, have a blessed day. You too. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye. Hey, you're listening to Calvary Live. This is Pastor Nick Cady from Whitefields Community Church in Longmont, Colorado, taking your calls and texts live on the air. The number to call, 303-690-3000. We've got about 12 minutes left in the show, which means we've got time for a few more calls, but also to get over to our text line here in just a few minutes. The number to call, once again, 303-690-3000. That's 303-690-3000, or text us 720 336 0897 again 720-336-0897 let's go to danny in cheyenne wyoming hi danny welcome to the program hi thanks for taking my call absolutely what's up um well <laughs> i'm not sure how to ask for this prayer it's it's rather a complicated prayer <laughs> okay so my son is a recovering heroin addict um, and he, in, a, in all of that mess, he lost his fiance and his little daughter. 
And so he's trying to, you know, he's doing really good. Um, but he had a car that he got stuck with. So his other brother, his older brother, is trying to buy it, but it broke down. They don't have money to fix it. And I don't, he doesn't want it to go back to the bank. And I, I just don't want him to relapse over all of the stress that's going on. And also with my older brother or my older son and his wife, they have three little kids that they need a vehicle. And so this whole thing is kind of a mess, but I'm not quite sure how to pray about it. I'm, <laughs> I'm a loss of words. I'm, I know Holy Spirit probably understands what I'm asking but I don't know how to ask for prayer for that whole mess because he's already lost his daughter. So, um, and he's having a hard time getting reconnected with her because the, just the relationship is not a very, it's a kind of a rocky relationship. Yeah. So that's what I'm needing prayer over. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's pray for that. You know, just a reminder, as you said, uh, Romans 8, verse 26, it says that the Spirit helps us in our weakness, for we do not know what to pray as we ought, but the Spirit himself intercedes for us with groanings too deep for words. And I love the story of Jehoshaphat um, in Chronicles, where Jehoshaphat is in this very difficult situation, and he says to the Lord, he prays, and he says, Lord, we don't know what to do, but our eyes are fixed on you. And so let's just pray like that and let's pray for some of these things and just ask that God would, this is the nice thing is that no matter what we pray, because the spirit, if you will, interprets for us and intercedes for us, um, God knows exactly what needs to happen and he can take our, our confused words and he can make uh, straight lines out of them and know exactly what we need. So. Okay. And pray. they, they, um, they know about, they know God. I mean, they've kind of fallen away. Um, I actually anointed my younger son with anointing oil. And after I did that, he has just been leaps and bounds um, coming around. And he wa he used to tell me, don't pray for me and things like that. But now he's, he's coming around and... Um, I just don't, I'm just, you know, as a mom, I just don't want him to relapse because we about lost him when he, when he, when he did one time. Okay. So. <laughs> gotcha. Let's pray for we your could... son. Yeah. Thank Heavenly you. Father, we, we pray for Danny's son. And Lord, we, we think like Jehoshaphat. We don't know exactly what to pray. We don't know exactly what to do, but our eyes are fixed on you, Lord. And we pray for his Lord, continued recovery, we pray that he would be truly and totally and ultimately set free from this addiction. We pray that in Jesus' name. Lord, we pray for his daughter. Lord, we pray that their relationship would be restored. And Lord, we pray for him in the midst of the stress of the situations with the car and with the family. Lord, we pray that you would, um, Lord, that you would bring about a good uh, end to this. Lord, we pray that you would help him, that he would in the midst of the stress, not relapse, but Lord, we pray that instead he would turn to you and look to you as his strength, as his fortress, as his hope. 
And Lord, we pray that you would give Danny a lot of wisdom with how to help him and how to help in this situation. Pray for our other son who needs a car. Lord, I don't know if these two things are related in your world or in your mind and in your will, but Lord, we ask that you would do the bring about the best outcome. And we do pray for restoration of what has been lost and broken to drugs. We pray for a true liberation from, uh, from addiction, and we pray that in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you very much. Absolutely. Uh-huh. God bless you. God bless you. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. Hey, hey, listening to Calvary Live, this is Pastor Nick Katie from Whitefields Community Church in Longmont, Colorado. Let's go over to our text line real quick before we get to our next caller. Uh, someone texted in something important that I want to get to. They said this, My daughter placed her trust in Jesus several years ago, but is now in a lesbian relationship, and they both attend gatherings with a church body near their home. Having professed trust in Jesus and who he is and what he did for her on the cross, that he rose from the dead, how do I talk to her about 1 Corinthians 6, verse 9? I don't know how to do it in a loving way. Thank you. Wow, that is a really difficult and frustrating situation because 1 Corinthians 6, verse 9, I'll read it to our our listeners. Uh, It says this, Do you not know that the unrighteous will not inherit the kingdom of God? And it gives a list of that, and it mentions people who practice homosexuality in that list. Here's the advice that I would give you. I would give you um, the advice to reach out to your daughter and have an honest conversation about those verses. If she's going to church, that means that she's on some level open to the Bible. And so talk to her about that and say, hey, what does this scripture mean? And Let's talk about it. And my guess is that her church has some sort of um, some sort of way that they interpret this verse, which allows them to say that actually homosexuality is just fine. You know, that was referring to something back in the day, which doesn't refer to, you know, monogamous, um, committed homosexual relationships today. And I almost guarantee that's exactly how she's going to respond. And you can say, well, let's have a discussion about it. And there's a really good book. It's the best book on this subject. And I would say the, the most empathetic and compassionate one that I have heard and it is, or that I've read and listened to. The book is called People to be Loved. People to be Loved. And it's by a man named Preston Sprinkle, who is a professor of theology um, but he's also, he's a young guy, and I mean, he's not that young. He's like 45, um, but he's younger as far as like theology professors go. He speaks the language of the youth, and he's able to answer a lot of the questions, but also give a lot of really scholarly wisdom on how that verse is to be interpreted and applied. And so my advice would be, get that book, start that conversation, and make it a conversation. Talk to your daughter about those things. And as it's a conversation, it doesn't have to be an attack. It can be a conversation. And hopefully the Holy Spirit will work and God will give you the right words in the right time. Just do it with so much love and compassion in your heart. So again, the book is called People to be Loved by Preston Sprinkle. Let's go. Our last caller, Heather in Colorado Springs. Hi, Heather. Welcome to the program. Hi, is this Heather? Hi, yes. Hi, Heather. We've got two minutes. Is that going to be enough? Okay. Uh, I'll try to make it fast. Okay. Go for it. So, so last night we were um, in one of our small group, our connect group for our church, and one of the one of the ladies asked, or 
don't know if it was a question or a statement, but said that because uh, Jesus was a Jew, that um, they had an automatic in to heaven, and I never heard that. I was okay. So let me just since we don't have much time, I'm just going to jump real quick into the answer. The answer is no. That's uh, there is a view. It's called dual covenant theology. And what that means is that the Jews have a special in, like you said, into heaven uh, because they're God's right. chosen people and that everybody else has to believe in Jesus and what he accomplished in order to be saved. The answer is that dual covenant theology is not correct. It's actually what I would call a heresy because it essentially says that um, people can be saved apart from Jesus. And here's the, the main verses I would give you is Romans chapters one through three. Paul goes through a list of people and essentially shows why everybody needs to be saved through what Jesus accomplished. He says the moral person, the, um, the let's say the religious person, and um, also the Jew. Mm -hmm. And so uh, everybody needs Jesus. That's the answer. Those who lived before Jesus, they lived in a time where their hope was in the coming of the um, Messiah, but they were still hoping in the Messiah. So I, I do have to let you go after this, but uh, we've come to the end of our show. God bless you. Hey, you're listening to, you. you've been listening to Calvary Live. This is Pastor Nick Cady from Whitefields Community Church in Longmont, Colorado. Check us out online, whitefieldschurch.com. We'd love to have you join us this Sunday in person or online for Pentecost. We're kicking off a new series. Uh, God bless you. We're here with Calvary Live every weekday from 4 to 5 p.m. Mountain Time. I'll be with you again next week. Have a great weekend. You've been listening to Calvary Live. Tune in next time for prayer and God's Word.